This is a GRDC podcast. Here's a quote for you. A person's temperament is the combination of the mental, physical and emotional traits that shapes how they learn and communicate, make decisions and consider risk. Hello, I'm Chris Brown and I'm quoting agronomist and farm advisor Cam Nicholson from Geelong in Victoria. In today's podcast, Cam Nicholson outlines his approach when advising grower clients about adopting practice change. And Stacey Wordsworth began the conversation by asking Cam about the different personality types of grain growers and how they influence the way they farm. They break into two broad sections. One is the people that are very detailed focused and about four out of five farmers are detailed type people where in the general population that would be just over half. And there's about 20% of what I'd call the big picture type farmers and they're the ones that like innovation, like looking at new things, like thinking long term about their business. And then there's more in the general population in that sort of big picture sort of sense than there are in the farming population. It's really about how quickly they take up technology and what it requires for them to learn and gain confidence in new technology. So we've had a tendency in the past to sort of all want to treat it the same and one size fits all, when in fact we've got to realise that for some segments of the population we've actually got to take a slower approach and be a bit more incremental in the way we do it. Typically, is adopting that innovation more quickly, does that translate to being more profitable in business? Not necessarily, because sometimes you can have a crack at something and it doesn't work and you've invested a lot in it. So sometimes the pioneering types, those big pictures, sort of what's the latest innovation, all the stuff now about the digital technologies and the innovative sort of drones and stuff like that and yield maps and all that sort of stuff, they can cost you more money than they're actually giving you in return. But it's the interest in that actual technology that people grab to. So that 20%, the big picture ones, think there's something in it. So they'll have a crack at it. They'll take more risk in it. Doesn't necessarily mean that it pays off every time. So what does that mean the perfect personality for farming is? Or what do you want to try and get to to be most successful? I think a balance of all. And I've seen in the clients I work with and the most successful farming businesses actually have a balance of the detail. Because at the time you need the detail, You need to pause, you need to think your way through, you need to plan it carefully. There are other times when you need to be innovative. And the best businesses have all of those, have both that detail and that big picture sort of stuff. How possible is it for us to change our behaviour type and our personality type to try and be more profitable and be more productive? Basically you're born with that temperament type and that'll stay with you for the rest of your life. But what you can do is learn to what I call flex or work in some of those other areas that's not natural to you. So if you're not consciously thinking about it, you'll default to the position that you naturally are and you'll see things the same way, you'll make decisions the same way, you'll assess things exactly the same way. The real skill is saying, gee, I need someone to compliment me in that because I'm not as strong in that area. And that can be other people in the farming business that you understand, gee, they're really good at that. That's where their strength is. That's what they should be doing in the business. Or bringing other people in there, whether that's a consultant, whether that's an independent advisor or someone else that you bring in to actually balance up that system. We constantly hear about the ageing farmer population and that farmers are in their 50s and 60s, but there is, of course, a new generation coming through. What differences do you notice between those age brackets? From temperament point of view, not a lot. So what's interesting is that we still have quite a lot of younger conservative farmers. 
believe it or not. You know, you might think, oh, they're all going to be new and innovative, but no, you, you actually see conservative farmers coming through because that's their temperament type. And in fact, a lot of people come into farming because they like what farming offers, which is very attractive to the more detailed, more conservative sort of people. They like independence, so they like working for themselves, they like being able to make their own decisions, they like running their own business, they sometimes like all the sort of things, if you like, that farming provides. And young generations, old generations, doesn't matter, you'll still get that similar sort of split. And that's not learned behaviour from their parents though, is it, because you're born with this personality type? Oh, well, a bit of conjecture over the actual split, but roughly I sort of look at it, 40% is genetic, so what you're born with, 40% from your formative years, so that's up to around sort of age 12 to sort of 15, and then about 20% of the crowd you hang out with. So that sort of forms that over that period of time. So you think some of it I'm born with, some of it I've learnt from my parents in the environment that I've been in, that's really the most influential over the, yeah, your temperament type and what forms it. And what about differences between men and women? Because we have, you know, both sexes very involved in the farming industry. Yeah, there are some variations in that. I think probably what historically has been more that the males have been dominating the decision-making in a lot of those businesses. So we've got a bit of a skewed sort of view of where the industry is and what influences it. And I'm finding now that we can, in fact, improve decision-making on farms and effectiveness of farm business by having both genders involved. So the more the females get involved in the real decision making, the difference that makes. Because while I wouldn't say they're more like this temperament than that temperament, they help that balance. How do you think the onset of digitisation and and the technology that's coming into agriculture now has changed the way that people learn? They are learning more from exposure to things where they don't interact with people. So, in a sense, a lot of that sort of stuff they can get on the net or they can Google it or they can find something somewhere else, where historically a lot of our learning has been, I talk to you, I ring you up, I see you talk over the fence or wherever it might be. So that personal interaction comes in as part of it. And part of our trust, I think, in what we believe works in a farming business comes from someone else that you know, you like, that you trust as well. It's the peer-to-peer learning. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that will change over time. I I don't think with all the new technologies that are coming in that that will ever be replaced. People still like trusted people to help inform their decisions. Now what about you Cam? You obviously have your own personality type. How do you go in and deal with the client and have your personality complementing the person who you're giving advice to? The first trick is in a sense being able to pick the temperament type of the client you're working with and over the years I've sort of learnt that. It's as much by what I see on the farm, the sort of conversations we have, the answers to the questions that I sort of ask, things I observe, all of that to me paints in my head, I reckon they're this sort of temperament type. And then on that basis think, well, this is the message or this is the information that I need to get across. This is probably going to be the best way to suit that person. It's something that can be learnt. And unfortunately, I didn't tweak this in the first 15 years of my career. It's been the last 15 (laughs) that I've sort of got better at it. And, And I suppose that's why I'm sort of talking now because it's my experience of I think this is actually valuable from an advisory point of view if you want to be more effective. So given all of that what advice would you give to growers about you know trying to find out what their personality type is and really harnessing that to come away with some good results on farm? So from a grower point of view first of all understanding your temperament type and there are simple tests I'm saying don't always go to Google but you can go and do a relatively simple sort of temperament type testing and there's bits of information around that now once you know what that is you'll know what your strengths 
and weaknesses are. So what you're naturally good at, when you're under pressure, when you, you're not sort of thinking, you just react and just make decisions, you will do that based on what your natural position is. Sometimes that can catch you out because sometimes a better decision would be made if you thought differently. And so I say the second thing the farmers is, if, if that's the way you are naturally, what are other temperaments that would actually complement the decisions you make? First thing, look around your farming business because whether it's your partner, whether it's son, daughter that might be involved, employees that you've got there, if you can pick that, you can then start to think, gee, they're really strong in this. I actually should involve them more because I'll make a better decision as a result of it. Agronomist Cam Nicholson from Geelong in Victoria. And if Cam's thinking has you interested in finding out more, there are links on GRDC's podcast page in the show note. I'm Chris Brown, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.